Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd Reedy. And today's episode is all about productivity. And I am really excited about this episode because I did a bunch of research and I don't even know if I can fit it all into this episode. But really what productivity comes down to is working smarter and not harder, which is especially important for entrepreneurs because we're not just like clocking in and out anymore for 40 hours a week. An entrepreneur could work their ass off for 40 hours in their office and get nothing accomplished. So I really want to make sure that we define productivity and we talk about all the ways to be more productive as as entrepreneurs because I'm all about working smarter, not harder. (laughs) I'm all about short work days and maximizing my time. And I'm not always perfect about it. But yeah, so productivity is the like the definition of it is managing your time, energy and resources to maximize output and achieve desired results, outcomes or goals. What would you say about productivity so far, Todd? Yeah, working efficiently to get things done. Yeah. And like in corporate America, you know, everybody wants highly productive employees and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not really, I'm not going to talk about that too much because I don't want any of us working in corporate America. (laughs) So we're mostly going to talk about it when it comes to entrepreneurs. But some key aspects of productivity, like if we break it down even further, one, which you said is efficiency, you want to be able to minimize wasting your time and be effective, streamline things, optimize things, make sure your workflow is efficient, make sure things aren't redundant or unnecessary, stuff like that. So efficiency is a huge part of productivity. Also focus, like maintaining focus on important and high priority tasks. That's crucial. That's what I struggle with the most having ADHD. My focus will be kind of like all over the place. But that's super important part of productivity is being able to maintain focus on the task at hand. Time management is also huge. Time management is a whole other topic that I'm going to save for another podcast episode, maybe even the next one, depending on how far we get in productivity. But yeah, time management, effectively managing your time is huge because I don't want us all working 40 hour weeks, guys. Like, let's not do that. And you also have to be goal oriented. You have to have basically clear goals and objectives. I mean, this goes back to everything that I've talked about as far as manifestation and redefining your version of success and just like having your dream life and your dream business. It all comes back to goals and productivity is the same thing. Like if you don't have specific goals you're trying to hit, you're not going to be as productive. And then also not just checking off tasks Like you can be productive and get a whole bunch of things off your to-do list, but making sure that these tasks are 
impactful and have big results for your business. So little teeny things here and there, while they might add up as far as like being able to cross off a lot of things from your to-do list, you want to make sure that you are prioritizing the things that are going to move your business forward. So what are your thoughts on that so far, Todd? Yeah, I think that defining kind of what your day or what your week or whatever time frame you're working on is super important early before you dive in because we can often find ourselves like being distracted and doing little things to think that we're making progress and make us feel good because we're checking things off, but we're not really moving the needle to, you know, improving our business, making more money, making our lives better. So yeah, it's a constant struggle, I think, for most people, including me. Yeah, I mean, I'm we we're very different when it comes to our productivity whereas i'm very focused on the big picture things so i may not check off a lot of things on my to-do list on any given day whereas todd is very focused on the little guys the little things that may not necessarily be as important in the grand scheme of things but that's why we work so well together because you catch all the details that i just leave and forget about or don't want to worry about <laughs> So, I mean, there's a place for everything when it comes to productivity, but I do want to go back. I want to talk about some studies because I want to bust this whole 40-hour work week thing. I don't want people working 40 hours a week. I know you still kind of do. Um, ish. Ish, yeah, here and there. And I have my moments where I work more than than normal, but I don't want people to think that they have to work 40-hour weeks or that just putting in 40 hours a week or putting in the time or feeling like you're working a lot is actually what creates a successful business because you can create a successful business working way less than 40 hours a week. So first, let's start with the concept of the 40-hour work week. It was originated during the Industrial Revolution because <laughs> people were actually working like 80 to 100-hour weeks in these new like factories and like manufacturing plants and stuff like that. And I think you can imagine that people were not very happy about that. So establishing the 40-hour work week was actually to establish reasonable working conditions. So it was supposed to be a huge win as far as, you know, a lot of these factory workers who are kind of working through inhumane conditions and the concept of a weekend was a huge win. But these days, it's really hard to have work-life balance when it comes to working 40, 50, 60 hour weeks because we all know most jobs end up, I mean, we say nine to five, but no one's really working nine to five. They're working eight to five or nine to six or seven to five or whatever. Like it gets expanded. <laughs> and pretty soon your 40-hour work week's looking like 45, 50, 60. So the Stanford study was a study conducted at Stanford University, and they found that productivity declines significantly after a person exceeds 50 hours of work per week, which I think like we can all agree with that, you know. <laughs> like after 50 hours a week, you're pretty much like a zombie. So additional work hours do not translate into higher productivity, which I think we can all agree on, and higher work hours will lead to actually decreased output and burnout. So that's like a big duh, right? Like if you work 50 or more hours a week, you're not going to be as productive. I think you're going to be tired and burnt out and pissed and hating your life and hating your job and that kind of stuff. Would you agree? Yeah. And that 50 hours 
or 40 or whatever that is, isn't like you being productive and actually getting work done. It's, you know, switching from task to task, getting distracted, checking mm-hmm. your phone, oh, grabbing a phone call, stopping for lunch. So yeah, mm-hmm. 50 hours is not 50 hours of network. Totally. And there's also, there was a six hour workday experiment in Sweden where several companies basically conducted this experiment and they shortened employee workdays to six hours instead of eight hours. And they wanted to see what happened. And basically the results showed improved work-life balance, increased productivity, and higher job satisfaction amongst all the workers. So who would have thought a shorter workday makes people happier and actually more productive? We'll talk about that more in a little bit. Also, there was a four-day workweek experiment in Japan for Microsoft, actually, back in 2019, where they shortened the work week to four days instead of five days. But people maintained their regular salary, and the result was a 40% increase in productivity. Who would have thought? <laughs> Employees took fewer sick days. They reported higher job satisfaction. The shorter work week allowed employees to have more focused and efficient work days, leading to improved work-life balance and well-being as well. So yeah, I mean, by shortening our work days and work weeks, we can actually improve our productivity because we are more focused and efficient with shorter periods of time, which I noticed for myself, like if I have all day to accomplish something, it takes me all day to accomplish something. If I have one hour to get something done before a Zoom call or something, it gets done. If I had 15 minutes to get something done, it gets done. But if I have all the time in the world to accomplish a task, it takes all the time in the world. Would you agree with that? Yeah. And there's a term for it. I can't remember what it's called. Basically, any task you fill fill the time that you have, like a vase, right? Yeah. It just expands until the deadline. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I forget what it's called too, but yeah, it's a very, it's like an important concept. And we even listened to a podcast where some guy, you know, said it normally took him like a year to build a business, but he gave himself like two weeks to do all this stuff that normally takes him a year or something. And he ended up getting it all done in two weeks. Like he figured out a way to get it done. He had to like innovate and be scrappy and, you know, work hard for those two weeks. But yeah, it just goes to show that you can accomplish a lot in a very short period of time. So, yeah, and studies have also found just kind of like over and over and over again, just the importance of work-life balance, that maintaining a healthy work-life balance is crucial for productivity, and that the longer work hours you have, the less time for rest, the less time to be with your family and do things that make you happy. I mean, it leads to burnout, which I did a whole podcast about that, and I've experienced it myself, and it's awful. It also leads to decreases in motivation and reduced performance. So we have to be able to prioritize ourselves and our rest and relaxation and our hobbies and the things that we love and our family time and social time. Like we have to have time for those things in order to be productive in our work. And we really need to prioritize those things in in order to be productive in our work. Studies have also found that providing employees with flexibility and autonomy in their work hours increases 
productivity as well. And these are all studies based on like working conditions like corporate America conditions or even other countries. So these aren't necessarily entrepreneurial stuff. But I think it's important because if people can be in charge of their work hours and their projects and stuff like that, they end up having higher energy levels. They're more engaged, they're more motivated, and they are more productive. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But one of them is that I think, I mean, well, I know there's quite a few different chronotypes. Did you know I was going to bring up chronotypes? No, what does that mean? (laughs) Well, and I wanted to bring it up because we have very different chronotypes as well. So chronotypes is basically like when you are most active and most creative or productive throughout the day. So we each have our own kind of like cycles we go through throughout the day where we have the best time where we can work out and be active, where we want to like move our bodies. There's the best time for that throughout the day. And it's different for everybody. And then there's the best time for us to sit down and actually use our brains and get work done. And so for some people, that is early mornings, you know, their brain is just like wired to be very productive in the morning. I am not that person. (laughs) I'm more like a midday productive person. Like, it takes me hours in the morning for my brain to like catch up and be able to like talk about work and stuff. Like, I get up and Todd comes to me even this morning, you know, he was all excited to talk about the podcasts and stuff. And I'd barely taken a sip of my coffee. And I'm like, I cannot talk about this right now. My brain is like rebooting as we speak. I cannot pull out any thoughts right now. (laughs) So somebody that is more of a late chronotype like me or a night owl, going to work super early in the morning is not that functional for me. Like there's going to be hours of wasted time where I wouldn't be getting much work done because my brain has just not fired up and processed things yet. Whereas for Todd, getting work done early in the morning is like the best time for him. So understanding your chronotype and when you want to move your body throughout the day and kind of maybe schedule a gym session or a walk during that time. And when your brain is most active and can get some tasks done throughout the day is super important for your productivity. What do you think about that? Yeah, that makes me think of kind of, I don't know, within the last couple of years, I feel like we're learning more and more about like how, you know, CEOs and all these executives be so productive and craziness, right? So like Elon Musk, what does his schedule look like? He wakes Mm -hmm. up at four o'clock, five o'clock, I'm just making this up. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Bill Gates, all these other big names. Mm -hmm. And I think that as people, we want to like emulate people that have had success. So we think, oh, we should just do exactly what they do on their schedule. But yeah, everybody's schedule and this chronotype, that's a new term for me. It's different, right? And other like personal situations, right? Kids or walking the dogs, whatever that may look like. So your day may not be able to fit exactly into these other quote unquote successful molds because you're different people. And I think it's something worth experimenting because it's If you don't try it, you don't know. Yeah, I mean, it all goes back to, again, something I've talked about over and over and over again, where being an entrepreneur is really a journey of self-discovery, and you have to learn what works best for you. And I wish that, you know, I will get into some, like, tips and tricks for productivity in a second, but everyone's so different. And what works for some people may not necessarily work for you, may actually be detrimental for you. If I tried waking up early and doing things on Todd's schedule, I'd be miserable, you know? And like, he probably thinks I'm crazy for my schedule. (laughs) And that's okay. Like, we just have to 
understand who we are in this space and work accordingly. So the next thing I want to kind of talk about is why short work days are just the best, right? <laughs> so shorter work days improve productivity in several ways. And this whole productivity thing is basically me trying to convince people not to just sit in their offices for hours and hours on end thinking that they're doing work when really they're just wasting time or doing things that aren't very important for their business. Like I want to promote this idea of shorter work weeks, shorter work days, and to make them work for you and how you can like really be successful by implementing some of these things. So shorter work days help because they improve focus and concentration, which is huge for the ADHD people out there like me. And again, when you have a limited amount of time to complete a task, you're just going to be more focused and attentive. Like you're just going to get it freaking done when you have a shorter amount of time. And so shorter work days, it will encourage us to prioritize, to eliminate distractions. It allows us to concentrate on the important things that we need to do and prioritize. So yeah, focus and concentration are a huge part of why people are more productive during shorter work days. Efficient time management is another one. Again, I want to save all the time management stuff for the next podcast episode, but that's also huge. I mean, you're not going to waste a bunch of time if you have a shorter work day, right? Like you're going to get your shit done. Also, work-life balance. Everybody wants the coveted work-life balance and shorter work days and shorter work weeks are how you accomplish that. By working less, you get to live your life more. And that's the whole key to it. So you need rest. You need relaxation. You need to have fun outside of work. You need to go on dates and walk your dogs and travel and camp and, you know, recharge your energy levels and hang out with your mom and go to a new restaurant or a new coffee shop or, you know, whatever it is that makes you happy and makes this life worth living. You have to do those things and not work as much. I mean, Everyone wants this coveted work-life balance, and really it comes from just not working as much. <laughs> so how do we do that? How do you not work as much? Yeah, how do you set up your work schedule or your agenda, your weekly plan, so that you can get your things done in a shorter amount of time? Yeah, well, that is kind of the time management stuff I was going to talk about, but we can kind of chat about that. Like for me, I work Monday through Thursday. I don't work Friday, Saturday, Sunday anymore. Sometimes I answer like some questions on Friday mornings, but then I shut it off. So basically creating like saying, okay, I'm only going to work these days a week and then sticking to it, which can be hard as an entrepreneur. I used to be proud that I worked a little bit every day of the week, but really like that just made it, it just made it hard. So picking the days that you're going to work and kind of picking the hours too. I mean, we almost always end our day at 5 p.m. Yeah, more or less. I've been ending it at 4 p.m. lately. (laughs) So I noticed towards the end of my quote unquote work day, I start wandering around. I lose my concentration. I don't really get that much stuff done. So that's when I started scheduling Zoom calls was like around 3 p.m. So then I have them done by four and then I'm pretty much off the clock after that. So I'm kind of utilizing that time where I can't really get my brain to focus on a task that I need to do. Like I do all those around like noon, one, two. And then at three o'clock, I do a Zoom call because that's easy for me. It's just chatting with my coaching students and then I'm done for the day. So that took a while for me to figure out how to 
kind of just like put in a few hours of work, a few hours of like answering Slack questions, and then a Zoom call, and then I'm done. And I have margarita. (laughs) Well, what do you think about the people that, I mean, we enjoy our work, right? For the most Mm -hmm. part, but we do like to kind of cut it off. And so like there's a discreet work time and not work time. Mm -hmm. But what do you say to like the people that kind of, I don't know, maybe their lives a little bit more hectic and they can't do that or like they really enjoy doing stuff. So like working at nine o'clock PM or like mm-hmm. out to, you know, into the wee hours in the morning, like they enjoy that. So I think that that still like falls into being like productive yeah. it, just because it doesn't fit our normal mold of like, you know, quitting around quitting time. So mm-hmm. do you yeah, have any so, more thoughts on that? Well, that would be like the night owl chronotypes that their brains are a lot more active in the evening and nighttime. So yeah, that it would make sense for them to kind of like bum around during the day, do whatever makes them happy. You know, hopefully they have a significant other that they can hang out with during that time. But like acknowledging that and being okay with the fact that like, yeah, when most people are sitting watching Netflix or something or having cocktails and dinner and stuff, like that's when I'm at my best to work. And that's why the 40-hour work week doesn't work for a whole lot of people because of their chronotypes or because when they are most productive. And that's why when you become an entrepreneur, you can play around with that and see what schedule works best for you. I think that's really the key is not necessarily having me come in and be like, this is how you do it, but figuring it out for yourself and being okay with this idea that it doesn't have to be the way society expects you to do it. it doesn't have to end at 5 p.m. It doesn't even like you could work on the weekend so that you can play around during the week. Like that was one of the cool things about being a emergency veterinarian back in the day was that a lot of times I worked weekends and had weekdays off and then you can do fun stuff when it's not as crowded, although I was too exhausted to do a lot of fun stuff back then. But yeah, it's nice how we're able to do things during the week if we want to, because we can choose our own hours and do whatever we want. But yeah, it's just, it's all that voyage of self-discovery to see what works best for you and not trying to conform to, okay, I got to wake up and I got to wake up early because that's what I saw on this like Instagram post that this millionaire wakes up at 5 a.m. and I got to do my workout and then I got to eat my breakfast and then I have to work for eight hours and then get off the clock and then eat dinner. And like, you know, maybe that doesn't actually work for your brain and your body and the way you would be able to be the most productive. And then the other part of going back to why shorter work days are the best, is that taking long breaks away from work and boredom, especially, I have found, like allowing yourself to be bored every once in a while can actually stimulate your creativity, which is really important for folks in creative fields like photography and stuff like that. And it can also enhance problem-solving abilities, which again is a huge part of being an entrepreneur, is being able to pivot and solve problems. And Allowing our minds to rest creates space for new ideas, for those little downloads that I call them when all of a sudden something pops into my brain and I'm like, oh my God, this is so perfect. I need to do this or think about this. (laughs) Or I have this new thing that I want to do and, and launch or whatever. Like it gives you time to have those downloads. Like when we are just working all the time and our brains aren't allowed to wander and daydream and stuff that's no fun. Like that's important for us as entrepreneurs, especially creative entrepreneurs. Like we need that time. And I've had a lot of time like that lately. And it really has been, I don't know, you probably just think I'm like laying on the couch. 
but I like to think that I am, you know, allowing my mind to wander and my intuition to like come up with stuff. And I'm like, fixing my nervous system and stuff like that. Like these are important things that we have to do if we're going to push ourselves in other ways. I feel like you're laughing at me. No, it's just the difference in our our work styles and our personalities mm-hmm. of if I was doing that. Yeah, I do that, but I don't do it very like productively. If I'm going to think about something, I like set a time and like it's going to be a very focused session mm-hmm. and I like find value or like enjoyment, and, like checking things off mm-hmm. and like knocking out tasks. Again, I'm a small kind of in the weeds person and you're a big picture person. So yeah, just different different styles. Yeah. And if you really want to get woo-woo-y, I'm a manifesting generator with an open, what's it called? Open head or something like that. (laughs) This is all human design stuff, which I have just barely touched that kind of stuff, but it's almost like on par with like knowing your Enneagram number and astrology and kind of like weird stuff like that. But I'm supposed to like be able to come up with new ideas and new things and kind of shake the status quo and like do things differently. So I need the time and space to be able to do those things. But yeah, that's like the big picture stuff. So your homework as a listener and entrepreneur or future entrepreneur, hopefully, is to really look at your work week and your work day and see what times you do want to move your body, what times your brain is the most active and able to work on tasks and see how you can shorten your work week and your work days to really maximize your productivity during those times, but then also go out and enjoy your life and create those times for boredom or creativity and problem solving, that kind of stuff. Work on that work-life balance. And then in the next episode, we are going to go way into time management because that's a huge part of productivity. And there's a whole lot more stuff that we can talk about when it comes to time management. I've been waiting to get into the nitty gritty. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, this is where Todd is going to shine. <laughs> so join us in our next episode to go even deeper into productivity. And we'll talk all about time management and how you can optimize your time working, essentially. See you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.